I mean, right, I mean, I don't know now, but I'm sure when I get into the bowl game, I'll be grateful of my experience in BYU, you know, getting put in and crunch time in a probably not ideal situation. I think it'll be um, be huge for me come bowl game. Um, you know, practice, like, you gotta you gotta practice, but you know as a backup, it does kind of suck a little bit coming out and knowing you're not the guy and you're taking less reps. And there's obviously a, a bigger um, excitement level coming out, you know, knowing you're the guy and knowing you're gonna go out and play. Jackson Arnold talking about being the guy. I'm excited for him, man. I think it's now obviously there's. You know, there's some stuff uh, surrounding the program right now that's a bit of a distraction, perhaps. And, you know, the offensive line situation in the football game is going to be a bit of a distraction. But I I think from what I understand, correct me if this is not right. Uh-oh. Rouse is playing in the bowl game. I, Rouse and uh, Matalia are. Yeah. Yeah. So, which I think he said yesterday that he'll go and play center if he if he has to, and they, they Matalier may, said that they may need him yeah. to. So, we end up having three of our five starters that ended the season: Rouse at left, Matalier at right guard, and Sexton at right tackle. So it's not a total disaster, and Troy Everett will be at center. And I don't know. Schaefer got hurt at some point. I don't know how bad it was, but remember what game was that? Was at home? Was it TCU? Maybe it was maybe it was the uh, the West Virginia game. I can't remember exactly. But was it Troy Everett yesterday that wasn't dressed out for practice? Oh, maybe I don't know. Um, so I mean, it, it's not going to be an ideal situation. But I was I was thinking today when we've talked about this bowl game, what have we said countless times already? Well, Arizona. Their give-a-rip meter for this bowl game is going to be high. Yeah. And a lot of times, that's what bowl games are, are about. We've talked about that from the Arizona side. What's their give-a-rip meter? But we haven't really talked about it that much from the OU side of things. What's OU's give-a-rip meter? And I got to think that it's – I, I got to think it's pretty high. With a true freshman quarterback playing in this game, and then you pile on what happened yesterday, like there's got to be a real kind of – awareness here like all right we, we got to have this offensive line come together we got to elevate our play around that like I, I think that that situation I think the give a rip meter is already high just because of who you were playing at quarterback and some some other things I, I guess I just w- with the Caden Green news yesterday everyone's got to come together on the offensive line I don't worry about OU's give a rip meter going into this game right am I am I the only one because I, I think they'll come out and they'll, they'll play hard and act like they they want to be there. I don't. I'm not concerned about that. Yeah, I think I think that's. I think it should be pretty high. I think with with Jackson Arnold, I mean his is going to be as as high as it could possibly be. Um, I mean, there's going to be plenty of guys that are that are ready to to play, and you feel like you kind of maybe. One of the good things, I guess, about the portal and about the NFL is if you're going into a bowl game like this, you're going to get more guys that are that haven't played a whole lot that are going to care and are really going to be trying to screw in to play well and to earn well, a spot you, even for the, the future. You, like Drake Stoops is going to give a rip. I mean, this we just go ahead and factor that one in. But sure, with the players on the offensive line that you might have to play, I, I just – 
I, I don't think that we're going to have to worry about OU not wanting to be at this bowl game, even though they feel like they should be playing in a New Year's Six bowl game. Yeah. They didn't get the bowl draw that they had hoped, and a lot of times you see a team just kind of, eh, whatever happens, happens. We got the 10 wins. You know, everyone's a lot of people are happy with 10 wins. I, I think this team will be locked in. Whether yeah. they win the game or not, I obviously we'll find out in 16 days. I was just 15 days thinking about something and jotting it down here because uh, I was like, well, you know, the as as you're talking and I was talking, I was thinking, well, I don't know. Some guys have already played in this game. Is that going to be a factor? And well, they lost their bowl game, and then I started to think, like, what's our record? I we are three and. Six in our last nine bowl games. Jeez, tell me if I have this right. Okay, lost in twenty-two to Florida State. One in twenty-one against Oregon. One in twenty against Florida. And here comes the losing streak. Lost in nineteen. Lost in eighteen. Lost in seventeen. One in sixteen against Auburn. Lost in 15 to Clemson, lost in 14 to Clemson. Is <laughs> that, that right? Is, yeah, unfortunately, that is, that is accurate. What did you say, 3-6 and six is, is three, the record? The only three wins Oof. that we have, now this is, obviously we won in 2013 against Alabama, and I, you know, I just kind of stopped it right there. But we won in 2016 against Auburn, Florida in 20, Oregon in 21. Now, it, it sounds worse than it is because – Four of those are college football playoff appearances, you know? Yeah. And, you know, not all of them are to the eventual national champion. But What I always thought was interesting during that time is how many of those teams in the past nine, and, and really you could go further out than that because you didn't – you stopped at 14. In 13, you played Alabama, an SEC team. In 2012, you played Texas A&M, their first year in the SEC it feels like about 75% of the time over the course of the past decade you've played an SEC team in a uh, in a bowl game. Well, in 11 you played Iowa. Yes. <laughs> you did play Iowa. Not an SEC team. Uh, and uh, their offense was the same then as it, as it is now. Oklahoma Johnny, I think the give rip meter is high for OU, uh, this team, because there's a lot of younger players with real opportunity to start next season, and this is an audition for that chance. Then you have the OC situation to show BV got it right. I think they bring it. And, you know, I I do think that even within the program, there's an overall excitement or there's an overall um, maybe everyone's on edge a little bit. With the SEC looming, I you kind of feel like, this is your last you you have this opportunity you got spring ball like you got to start getting your stuff in order and and whether or not that's true like just the thought of it and everyone asking about it you know this is like kind of a a final dress rehearsal I guess so to speak trying to gear up for that so I think perhaps that looming in the future also may have some guys on edge after you reset a little bit from this season. Mark and Enid is blaming Muleshoe, and some others are blaming Muleshoe for that three in, in your past uh, three out of your past nine bowl record that you're referencing. Which I guess old Muleshoe, he was two one and, and three, one and three. He, well, two. Well, no, no, no. You're right. Yeah, you're right. he didn't coach in the twenty in the twenty one bowl game. Bob Stoops had to come in, and that was the best game they played all year long against those Oregon Ducks. It was. Um. 
just like it, there was a, a little bit of renewed energy around the team and rightfully so considering like that was a crazy month for those players crazy crazy month um but you know i i think it's interesting uh you know there's there's going to be a little of that going on right now those offensive coaches are going to be amped up now um trying to make that that first impression and and when we talked to bob uh in the first hour of the show today it was well, okay well jackson arnold knows that he's starting this game and he's going to known for about three weeks, if not more, that he's going to play in this game. Is there advantages to that? And he said, yeah. I mean, not only for him, but for the play callers as well in this game. Like, yeah. they know who they're calling plays for at quarterback. And not only can they get prepared for this game, but some things that maybe they want to do next year, your first year in the SEC, you can kind of plant some of those things in the game plan for this game against Arizona, which I, I, I like the thought of that. Yeah, and – also for Arizona, there's there's quite a bit of unknown for them. Now you can you can look at this year's offense with Levy. You can look at offenses that Latrell has called plays for. You can go back and watch the the handful of plays and, and drives that Jackson Arnold had. But it's gonna be hard to figure out like where the where the marriage is all going to intertwine with this year's offense, Latrell's influence over what he used to do, how much of that's going to be installed, and like how will they use Jackson Arnold? Is he going to be more of a runner because it's a bowl game and it's the last one and they got to win it? Is he, you know, they going to air it out? You know, there's there's a lot of unknown for Arizona in trying to prepare for this thing. Well, and you got to take advantage of that if you're Oklahoma. That's why you keep them off balance. You show them the jet sweep, but then you fake the jet sweep oh, and you throw it deep. Man. Wide open. Everyone crashes to defend the jet sweep. Nope. Pulls it back, throws it down the field. Wide I, open. Uh, when I get an opportunity to talk to Seth, I'm going to tell, tell him, him that. You have to run a jet sweep on the first play of the game. <laughs> He's going to laugh it's at just, you and say, you have to do the hell it. are you talking about? I mean, I don't care if it's – and you got to laugh, and everyone has to be, like, smiling and laughing on the sideline, whether, whether you get yards or get sacked, whatever. That has to be what you call it. So it's like when a uh, coach at a historic program passes away and they'll yeah. run, like, that formation, the first play that – <laughs> to, yeah. to honor that coach that's what we're doing to honor jeff levy the first game he's not the oc is running the old jet sweep you think uh that's for you Lip. you think we should send drake in motion uh and just like go through the paces and have jackson act like he's handing off the jet sweep just as like a tribute yeah i sh- sure yeah it'll be the most talked about play jackson arnold could go 20 to 21 for 469 yards and four touchdowns, and the postgame show will lead off with the jet sweep for the first play of the game. Oh, that's good. Uh, okay, 503, what's up? Uh, what's the nomenclature for Teddy's unique pronunciation for words like Arizona? Lamentation? Teddy talks? Just know. to get on everyone's nerves, uh, essentially. This has been going on for six, seven years now. Yeah, I don't know what People happens, keep commenting so. on it, so he'll, he'll never stop. It'll happen. It'll, before you know it, uh, in the 503 from Oregon. Before you know it, you'll be saying Arizona to their buddies, and they're going to look at you like you're crazy. Mark, for me, what's y'all's percentage chance it's Muleshoe behind Caden Green? 
Missouri and Col- Missouri, Colorado and Oregon would be my uh, would be my top three, and I guess Nebraska, Nebraska? might be at four. Yeah. yeah, but those are all just guesses because we don't know really anything new today outside of an uncle posting on Instagram, basically saying, "Will you do it too?" In your everyday life, if someone offered you more money to go to a better place for you and your family, don't act like you wouldn't do it as well. That's really the only thing that's come out on it today. I mean, that kind of misses the whole point of, yeah, what about if the place that trained you, uh, fed you, uh, brought you along, made you a a huge part of what they were doing, and then... uh, matched the offer of whatever this new company was all right you know there's there's a little bit more to it just naturally left off all of the other things that kind of negate it a little bit so yeah i don't know i i i would say the university of southern california i i don't i mean they need off everyone needs offensive line but i i i i i would say small chance I would say Not small zero, chance as but... well. The four schools that I mentioned, I think uh, a lot higher chance. But whoever it is, and whenever we find out, as uh, I think Lindsay said yesterday on the text line, the wrath of OU Twitter will be uh, on that fan base. So yeah. whoever that school is will be getting a nice player on the offensive line, but their fan base is going gonna, gonna to have to feel it on social media. Which, uh, by the way, speaking of the text line, 405-651-3439, Everyone's pissed, angry about this whole thing, thinks that college football is, is broken. This is one of the ways that the sport needs to change, change in a hurry. Uh, if you could come up with one rule to help change college football, what, it, what would it be? Me? Uh, mostly the text line, but you can oh, as well. I can't would you ban it. the portal? Would you ban the jet sweep? The, you're saying just one? Just one rule. I, I don't think one rule would totally fix the entire sport, but we can start somewhere, right? Yeah, I, I'd fix the. I wouldn't even fix. Like it's not fix it. It's just undo what they've done, uh, with with transfers. Control alt delete. I mean, if, if you are a, if you've graduated, then okay, transfer. Um, if you haven't graduated, and you transfer, you sit a year. That's it. The way it was forever, right? I mean, yeah. Isn't it I mean, easy? I'd start with the portal or I'd start with NIL. I don't think that I'd start anywhere else if I could only change one rule. Well, you can actually, you can actually change the transfer deal. They're never going to be able to change NIL. Eh, probably not. Uh, here's a good one from the 405. I would fix the commercials for better game flow. That's actually <laughs> that's, that's, that's really good. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't think about that. That's good. Uh, sit out a year for transfer unless a grad transfer – Nine one eight says one one hundred thousand dollar max nil. Never, I mean, I yes, but it'll never that'll never work. Kw in the nine one eight says I would ban kicking for chicken. Everything else is totally fine. <laughs> uh, you know, like the, go back to the hundred thousand dollar max nil. I we know how that ends. You have a hundred thousand dollar nil contract, and then miraculously. You know the extra two hundred thousand dollars ends up on your doorstep. Like we we've already that that there is no changing that one. Yeah. None. It yeah. is it is here to stay. So 
Like to me, it's just, you. You can fix a lot of the NIL problems by just fixing the transfer portal. Uh, Jimmy from BA says eliminate the portal. Let, yeah. me, let me read a few more here. Uh, a minimum of two years at a university with only one transfer. Uh, Sugar Shade in Newcastle. If a player goes down from injury or fake injury, they need to sit out the remainder of that quarter of play. I like that rule, but it's not the first one that I would change. Um, like. I kind of believe that that one, that is a symptom of teams going way faster than they need to go. Okie drink slinger, you have to sit out a year if you transfer unless there is a coaching change. Yeah, I, even the coaching change thing, I'm like, I'm not so sure that I necessarily agree with that. I mean, you probably would have to say that in fairness to not get a, a whole lot of kickback, but, you know, I don't know. I, I, there's some type of lawsuit going on right now about transfer stuff, and because of it, it's been like temporarily everything goes and everyone is eligible. That's so stupid. It, it should not be any type of court-mandated thing. This is college football. Like There's, there's rules to eligibility. Just ins, insert whatever rules that you want. And if the players don't want to play for it, they can go play football somewhere else, like for Brazil's seven-on-seven Olympic team that they're going to put forward. I mean, I don't know why that that is a a federal court issue, and maybe the argument is, well, it's federal funding to the universities. Well, then it shouldn't apply to the athletic programs that don't take federal funding because there's a bunch of them. Oklahoma's one of them. What do I always tell you when we open up a question to the text line? It's like for the first 60 to 90 seconds, it's serious, like really good responses. Then after 90 seconds, it's – well, I'm just going to say the, the funniest thing possible here. Yes. Well, yeah, we're, we're to that point now, which I love. 405 says, I would ban sideline MCs. <laughs> <laughs> JP Sooner, I'd give Reggie Bush's Heisman to AD. Oh, I really nice. like that one. Reese in San Antonio says, ban the RPO. Oh, my gosh. You don't ca- even need to ban it. It's already banned. Just enforce the rule. Uh, there was something about the state of California, which I know we all really, really like, and I'm mad that I can't find it, but there's so many texts going in here. Uh, ban California from setting the precedent of new rules. Yeah, no kidding. That's, that's, that's a, where it that's all started. Text. Thank you, California. They ruin everything. Ban the sideline MCs, kicking for chicken. There's more wrong with this sport than I thought. I thought it was just the portal and NIL. No, nope, we got all the issues. Commercials during games, everything. Maybe, uh, maybe an easier, uh, maybe an easier question is what's what's right now. What does college football have right? What do they have right? Uh, but I also say this about the text line is if breaking news happens. I don't even need to be on Twitter during mm-hmm. the entire show. Crowdsourcing. Bam, it's there. I guess Malik Murphy is in the portal. Well, I heard that maybe Oklahoma's look. Oh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, that's interesting news. I'm shocked that it took him this long. Kyle McCord is moving on from Nebraska. Ooh, he'll keep his options open. Interesting. Your boy Gary McCord. Everyone else calls him Kyle. You call him Gary. No, no Nebraska. Huh. Sounds like he knows the hot shot. True freshmen's coming in next year, what it sounds like to me. Yeah, it also sounds to me like the, maybe the market's not as hot as he thought it was going to mm. be, right? Bummer. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming on. Hour number three is next. Stay the good. home of Sooner fans. Home for Sooner recruiting coverage. 
Home of your Sooner Game Day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. You are family at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno, and family saves this December. The new 2024 GMC Sierra SLT Crew Cab 4x4 5.3 take up to $8,500 off the MSRP and get an additional $2,500 rebate from GM when you trade a qualifying vehicle. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Drive to the best, just 15 minutes west. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. The OU men's basketball team is a perfect 9-0 on the season following a huge win over the Arkansas Razorbacks last weekend. If you haven't seen these guys yet, you need to check them out this Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock tip-off, and tickets are just 5 bucks through OU's holiday sale. That's right. Tickets start at 5 bucks to catch the undefeated, nationally ranked OU men's hoop squad in action at the Lloyd Noble Center on Saturday night. Head over to Soonersports.com slash 23holiday to reserve your seats today. I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our elves are at the ready to make the season bright and shiny. Don't have time to make it in? Let our elves do the work for you. We can text or email you options, then gift wrap and send them your way, or have them ready for pickup. We want this to be the merriest of times for you and your loved ones. Call us at 405-360-2515 or message us through our website or Instagram and let's get started. And you might be pleasantly surprised to learn she already has a wish list at Mitchell's Jewelry. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. Wade Electric has been a family-owned Norman area electrical contractor for over 50 years, and they treat their customers just like family. When it comes to your home or business, call Aaron and Brett for a free estimate to assess your situation and determine the best solution to suit your needs. They specialize in service upgrades, exterior and accent lighting, power automation and controls, outbuilding wiring, LED conversions, and more. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electric needs. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Do you want to avoid costly repairs for your garage door? Hey, it's Mike Steely here for Affordable Door. Most people don't think of getting their garage door tuned up once a year, but by calling Affordable Door, you can extend the life of your garage door by getting your tune-up today. Affordable Door will check the springs, rollers, and cables, plus much more. Get your tune-up today, 405-635-9499, or visit affordabledoor.net, the official garage door company of the Sooners. We already had that video. We kind of worked on that video a little bit. Already shot it. Coach Schmitty today was like, good to have you back, but no more video. Boy, we need you to get to work. 
Did you hear that? You were playing on your phone during the break. Did you hear that from Stutzman? No. Okay. Here, here it is. <laughs> Sorry. We already had that video. We kind of worked on that video a little bit. Already shot it. Coach Schmitty today was like, good to have you back, but no more video boy. We need you to get to work. <laughs> so he showed up, I guess, yesterday to practice. Good to have you back, big dog, but none of that video, you know, get back to work. Let's go. Yeah, it's I uh, I know I know it's uh there's been a lot of fanfare around it and you're you're the big man on campus now, but in here you're still worthless. Get to work. Awesome. And you know what? That's what we all like to hear. Yeah. No one's bigger than the program. Back to uh rules that you would change about college football to make it better. Sean says eliminate the red shirt. Nobody understands it anyway. Grant five years of eligibility. Six years to get a degree. If you transfer, you lose the fifth year. Sean's point has always been, no one understands the red shirt. If you don't use it your first year, then you can still use the red shirt year at any point throughout your career. It doesn't have to be your true freshman year. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, I, I, I for the longest time, you could only play in three games, right? And then... It was four, and then it's four in a bowl game now. You're playing five games and still redshirt, which, you know, I I think some things help, and I, I think the playing in the bowl game helps a lot because, it you know, a lot of this, a lot of things are just symptoms of the transfer portal. Like the redshirt, you've had to extend it because teams are like, well, we got – a bunch of guys that are bailing in the transfer portal and it's opting true. out of bowl games. Like, we've got I mean, to be able to... Signing day is a week from today, dude. Mm-hmm. And a lot of kids who sign a week, like, or, or will be with the team practicing during bowl prep. It's insane. It is. Pretty cool. Though. It happened last year uh, with OU. Yep. You had a few players. One of them's no longer on the team, but he was out there practicing in, in Orlando for the game. Kind of cool. Uh, okay, 405, let me get to a few more. Ban head coaches with little white pasty hands holding a two-inch by two-inch play card. <laughs> I feel like that's a very pointed comment there. Oh, that's great. Um, ban bald spots while wearing visors. Mm-hmm. Ban uh, ban wearing visors with the bald spot. There it is. There you go. J-Dub Sooner, one rule I change is wear your mouthpiece. Yeah. Uh. That's wild. Man, you used to have to wear – you had to. Ha- it was a penalty if you didn't have your mouthpiece in. You had to wear knee, thigh, and hip pads. The pants had to come down to the top of your knee. Uh, they've changed a lot of that, and I actually like it. Um, I, like the greatest thing ever was whenever I was finally able to play without knee and thigh pads um, and hip pads. Frankly, yeah, great point by this texture from the 405. Ban the Dr. Pepper football toss for tuition unless you can actually throw a football right. No, no more of the chest passes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's not fair. We'll make it fair. Fine. (laughs) Uh, Looks like hmm, I don't know if this is a commitment video or not. Samuel Franklin. The running back in the portal from Tennessee, Martin, says Sooner Nation, hashtag O-U-D-N-A. Uh, oh, happy birthday, Pops, at tomorrow. Yeah, it doesn't look like this is a commit video, I don't I don't think. Um, it doesn't say, I, I don't know, that's, that's uh, 
That's tough to tell if that's a commitment video or not because I can't listen to the sound that's behind in this video. Yeah. So if you're one of those that can confirm that this is a commit video, uh, please let us know. Nice. But I would say that regardless if it is or not, that's a pretty good sign from Sam Franklin, who's a uh, portal running back out of Tennessee Martin. And his numbers, let me go back here. 1,300 yards. It was over 1,300 yards. Yeah. 1,378 yards, 11 touchdowns this past season. And he, he's, he's got some explosiveness Oh, there it is. Now. It says committed at the end of the video. Nice. Finally got to it. Perfect. Uh, new back. Got a new running back, and he can move. You know, he's, he's got some – some big play potential burst, uh, good in the open field. So I, I think that's he. He's a guy that it's proven he can he can do some stuff now. Um, I, I mean, so did you, you went back and actually watched like some of the highlights, yeah, some, of the some of the yeah, tape? Because initially, and this was last week when we were first talking about him being offered, right around a week ago, um, and it was ah oh, Tennessee Martin seriously. Mm-hmm. But when you see the numbers and you go back and look at some of the film, it, it, it looks it, like this kid can go. It's hard. It's always hard to try and say, well, what, what does that look like in the SEC or in the Big 12 or whatever, you know, whenever you're coming from a lower level. But I, I think he's got, he's got plenty of quickness. He's got, I think he's got great vision. And, you know, he hit – we went through the numbers. He hit on multiple – you know, 60, 70, 80-yard runs. So, clearly a deep deep threat, dangerous threat. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited about that. I think that's a good pickup. Yeah, it would be interesting to see how he factors into – because Sawchuck really had a nice inning to the season. And as much as we talked about Jackson Arnold and the, the throws that he made in the BYU game, Gavin Sawchuk really carried that offense in the second half of that game in Provo. He played well. I mean, he just played well down the stretch. I'd say the last four or five games, it was clear he was their best running back. So it feels like it's his position to lose going into the offseason. And now you add a portal running back. Let's see what you get from Barnes. Let's see if Tawie Walker comes back. One of the freshmen coming back that you had this year. Uh, it feels like it's Sawchuck's kind of job to lose, but we'll see how this guy. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like he's going to be all right. It's he or bust at the running back spot next year. Either he's the guy at running back, or they're not going to have anything. Because I like the way that Sawchuck ended the year. I do too. I would say, I think Franklin is better than Sawchuck the way he ended the season. Now. I I still feel like Sawchuck for whatever reason, like the best we've ever seen him is still the Florida State game. Yeah, I don't know if yards wise, if that's true, maybe it is, but just the power and the speed that he showed just that day, the okay. aggression, that's the explosiveness, fine. like uh, to me, that's the that's the best we've seen Sawchuck, and so. Like if if he was to be building off of that, I would say ah, up in the air, but. I I like the Franklin kid probably better than than what we saw from Sawchuck last season, and and I still think whether it's injury, I don't know what it was with Sawchuck, but I think he can I think he can play quite a bit better. So, um, I I mean I like I think I'd say right now Franklin's kind of from what I've seen maybe the leader of the pack, but again, you're you're trying to you're trying to look at a lower level and see what it looks like at this level with our offense and, and behind our guys and 
Like right now, I like I like what I've seen from him, but it doesn't mean that Sawchuck can't surpass that, and even Barnes. Seven eight five. He had offers from USC, South Carolina, and Arkansas. He yeah. is a good back. That's yep. that's that's a pretty good way to 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 see how good mm-hmm. of a player is. How's the twitch and the wiggle? Good Asked, on both. Uh, Three oh seven. Good on both. He's got a little wiggle to him. God, mm-hmm. I, I love that you guys immediately go there and we're talking about a new player or an existing player. Yeah, sometimes it can be both. I, I think he, I think he checks all of those boxes: the wiggle and the the burst and the twist, or uh, um, all of them. Uh, Greg from Lawton says, "If you want Wright's Diner, I'll take a chicken fry and mashed taters with uh, fried okra." So I think he meant to text his wife there. And he texted us. I, I love when that happens. With with a thousand and fried okra, huh? Interesting. Weird order, Greg. Weird order. JP Sooner, someone's got to say it. Teddy, is he good enough to run behind a non-existent offensive line? Yes, he's going to have to be. <laughs> hey, how are, long is that joke going to continue? Here's for the a thing. While? I want to shut down the rumors right now. I can say with 100% certainty we will have five players lined up on the offensive line next year. So they will not be non-existent. I don't know how good they're going to be, but there will, there's going to be five offensive linemen. At least five. Will all five up. of them weigh more than uh, 220 pounds? Can't answer year? that. Can't, 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 can't answer that. it. Yeah. I can just tell you right now that there will, in fact, be five guys there. Uh, 918 glory whole days ahead with this new running back. That's the, that, that's the most optimism we've heard in two months. I I know when a lot of people saw that video, that commitment video, the first thing they thought was glory hole. And you know, I'm, I want me some glory hole. I'm with you on that. <laughs> Quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Stay tuned. The home of Sooner fans, home for Sooner recruiting coverage. Home of your Sooner game day voices. Home of the best pre- and post-game coverage. Join the movement. Download the free KRF app now to listen anywhere, anytime. We are where diehard Sooner fans listen. You are family at Dorsey Jones Buick GMC in El Reno, and family saves this December. The new 2024 GMC Sierra SLT Crew Cab 4x4 5.3 take up to $8,500 off the MSRP and get an additional $2,500 rebate from GM when you trade a qualifying vehicle. Dorsey Jones Buick GMC I-40 and Highway 81 exit 125 in El Reno or Dorsey-JonesBuickGMC.com. Drive to the best, just 15 minutes west. GMC, we are professional grade. See dealer for details. The OU men's basketball team is a perfect 9-0 on the season, following a huge win over the Arkansas Razorbacks last weekend. If you haven't seen these guys yet, you need to check them out this Saturday night. It's an 8 o'clock tip-off, and tickets are just 5 bucks through OU's holiday sale. That's right, tickets start at 5 bucks to catch the undefeated, nationally ranked OU men's hoop squad in action at the Lloyd Noble Center on Saturday night. Head over to Soonersports.com slash 23holiday to reserve your seats today. 
I'm Gina Mitchell of Mitchell's Jewelry. Our elves are at the ready to make the season bright and shiny. Don't have time to make it in? Let our elves do the work for you. We can text or email you options, then gift wrap and send them your way, or have them ready for pickup. We want this to be the merriest of times for you and your loved ones. Call us at 405-360-2515 or message us through our website or Instagram and let's get started. And you might be pleasantly surprised to learn she already has a wish list at Mitchell's Jewelry. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. Wade Electric has been a family-owned Norman area electrical contractor for over 50 years, and they treat their customers just like family. When it comes to your home or business, call Aaron and Brett for a free estimate to assess your situation and determine the best solution to suit your needs. They specialize in service upgrades, exterior and accent lighting, power automation and controls, outbuilding wiring, LED conversions, and more. Call Wade Electric at 405-329-1940 for all your electric needs. Mike Steely here for Lasher Home Comfort Systems, your trusted home comfort experts in the Oklahoma City metro area. Tim Lasher and his team have more than 130 years of combined experience. They recognize a significant number of homeowners live with inadequate home comfort systems. They specialize in diagnosing your home system issues while providing more efficiency and reducing your utility costs. As an authorized dealer of American Standard, Tim can service your residence or business. Call Tim and his team at 405-579-3113. Lasher Home Comfort Systems. Do you want to avoid costly repairs for your garage door? Hey, it's Mike Steely here for Affordable Door. Most people don't think of getting their garage door tuned up once a year, but by calling Affordable Door, you can extend the life of your garage door by getting your tune-up today. Affordable Door will check the springs, rollers, and cables, plus much more. Get your tune-up today, 405-635-9499, or visit affordabledoor.net, the official garage door company of the Sooners. All right, how about some good news? We needed some good news after the past, what, 26, 27 hours, however long it's been since Caden Green into the portal. OU's got a new player. we got a new player to talk about. Samuel Franklin running back from the portal. Tennessee Martin last year, 1,378 yards, 11 touchdowns. And then Teddy uh, said last segment he will win the Doak Walker Award in 2024. Best SEC running back since Bo Jackson. So big, uh, big words there from Teddy last segment. Well, I don't. I'm not saying you're wrong, but I don't remember saying that. Uh, here's what I will say. We have. We have. Substantially made the running back room better. And we have. I don't know to what margin, but we've made the wide receiver room better. Sure. That's your best position on offense is wide receiver right now. Right. And I don't know if we've, if we've made the offensive line room better, but we've added a what I think is a, a solid rotational piece that has the chance to start. 
Um, he's going to have to earn it, though. He's not a plug-and-play like Walter Rouse, the kid from Michigan State. And then we've added some experience and some nice size in the secondary. I mean, so far, with am, am I missing anyone? Four guys? Um, the DB, the lineman, the running back, and the wide receiver? Fourth ad in the portal. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I think they're all they're all solid. The running back and wide receiver are excellent. I'd say the wide receiver's probably may, maybe the best player that you got, and you got that one yesterday before mm-hmm. all the Caden Green madness happens um, out, out of Purdue. But yeah, twenty four seven had OU ranked as the number nine team in portal gets earlier today. So if you're worried about that at all or interested in that. Uh, they get the ninth best portal ad, and then now, I mean, maybe maybe this gets them close to the top five. I don't know. But Deion Burks yesterday was one heck of a get, even though we didn't talk about it that much because of all the Caden Green stuff. That guy, like, go back and watching his highlight reel, can break tackles, uh, incredible burst of speed, mm-hmm. can make plays down the field one-on-one. He readjusted the football a couple times this past year and made nice catches. I like him a lot. And Jimmy and Duncan says... Why are we still grabbing backs out of the portal? Shouldn't we be going after linemen? Well, they're going to continue to go after offensive linemen, just like they're going to go after defensive linemen, just like they're going to go after uh, – they're probably done at running back now. But offensive line is the biggest question mark, the biggest need, but it's not the only need that this team that this team had or even still has. And you, there's some timing stuff going on as well. you got bowl games and – you know, not every player out there is just itching to bail on their team before bowl game. So you may have some post bowl game transfers, um, and you got to remember, like, I portal recruitment is condensed and it happens way quicker, but it's not like a one or two day thing. I mean, when did we find out about the Caden Green situation? Yeah, uh, yesterday at one o'clock. I mean, everything happened so fast. That, you know, you you got to have some time. And I know that they're still targeting guys on the offensive line. But, I mean, they've been working on the running back and the wide receiver situation, I'm sure, since uh, there's no way they were working on it before the portal opened. So, it, at least since then. So, I mean, it just – I think it takes a little bit of time to to get in. you got to be able to change your – like whatever your board looks like and who you're targeting the most and – you know, I just because you're now maybe more interested in offensive line than you were two days ago, it doesn't mean that DeMarco stops going after running backs or that Valai stops going after corners or that, you know, Joe John stops going after tight ends. Everyone is still targeting the same things that they were targeting. You're just going to have to. Maybe you just take an extra offensive lineman in this portal. I mean, that's, yeah. that, that's just what changes. Large Williams saying there's no need to have 17 wide receivers on your roster. Well, will there be 17 by the time we get to next September? Because this portal cycle is not over yet, and there's still another portal cycle in, in the spring. And maybe this does cause a wide receiver or two to say, Ugh, they brought in this guy via the portal. Maybe I need to rethink my options here. Well, I understand what Large William is saying, or Big Bill. Here's here's like what you're not accounting for. 
not all 17 of those wide receivers are playing. You're trying to get the best five or six guys. And if you can improve, if you can get a wide receiver that instantly is, because there's a pecking order, if you can get a wide receiver that is instantly your third best wide receiver out of those 17, you do it. You have to remember, there's like 110 guys on the roster. And the vast majority of those guys never play. So you got to forget about the number of guys that are at a position group and think about the quality. If you've got 10 linebackers, you got one really good starter, the other nine are like you've got three that play some and a revolving door, and then six of the remaining six, three are you know red shirt guys that aren't going to play, and the other three are maybe have a walk on and a and a couple of older guys that are you know special teams players. I you don't not go out and get an instant starter at linebacker because you already have ten guys. Really, all you're doing is you're you're replacing the quality at the top. Most of the guys on the team never play or never play much. That's just that's how college football's always been, and it always will be that way. Two one four from the state of Texas. I guess we're out on the running back from South Carolina, Mario Anderson Jr. He had a top four of OU, USC, Memphis, and Cal on Monday. Would I, they? T- I mean, the question: If they're going to take two running backs, the answer is no. They're probably still in. I, I would guess that they probably are out Why? after taking one. I guess I just don't see him taking uh, two two running backs with what they have coming in and what they have coming back for, for next year. What do they have coming in? They have Taylor Tatum coming in, number uh-huh. one running back in the 2024 class. Okay. And uh, Xavier Robinson coming in from Carl Alberts. So, and we'll see which position that he – you know, ends up playing in the backfield, but he's he's a he's a ball carrier, so I I am including him. What do we have going out? Going out, uh, Tawie Walker question mark. Mm-hmm. Marcus Major out, mm-hmm. and uh, Hollywood Smothers out. Yes. Okay. So we've got two guys coming in, three out. Plus, we just added a running back from the portal. So, as it looks, we're all square. If if they can add the kid from South Carolina and he improves their roster, they will do it in a second. That is my opinion. Now, maybe they're out on him because they can't land him and they're not going to land him, maybe. but if just kind of like what I was talking about at wide receiver, if they can if they can upgrade the running back position, I think they'll do it, and I think they'll do that at most any place on the on the team. Don't worry, we will only have 14 scholarships for receivers. But Ted, we can only have 85 scholarships. You do have to consider how you allocate those position by position. Well, I'll just go back. Like after adding a wide receiver, I wouldn't. I just wouldn't be shocked if someone says, oh, "Okay, all right," and. Every wide receiver that you have on the roster, I just wouldn't expect that to be well, what what you look like I mean, next season. I get it. I understand that. There's 85 scholarships, but 
if you can improve your roster, they're going to do it, and they're going to suggest someone jump in the portal, right? Sure. If, if they have to make room. All right, quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. We'll wrap up hour number three next. Bleed Crimson. Love great Sooner Talk. Join the Ref Army by downloading our free app. Toby and TJ, Plank and Josh, Steelman and Thune, and Teddy and Tyler. We have the Sooner experts. The Ref is home to Sooner fans worldwide. There are trucks. Then there's the truck. GMC Sierra, with available features like the V8 engine, the ultimate luxury interior, and of course, the available world's first six-function multi-pro tailgate. GMC Sierra, not just any truck, the truck. GMC's continued commitment to professional-grade engineering is on full display at your Oklahoma GMC dealers. Come take a test drive today and see for yourself. We are professional-grade GMC. The Oklahoma Women's Gymnastics Squad opens its home schedule on January 26th at the Lloyd Noble Center. The reigning back-to-back national champs will host five meets, including huge matchups with Michigan and Alabama. Season tickets are on sale just in time for the holidays and are the best way to secure the best seats remaining for as little as $35. That's right. Catch the reigning national champs all season long for just $35. Reserve your seats today at Soonersports.com slash tickets. What's the biggest myth about interscholastic performing arts? That you have to be the most talented or experienced to participate. The truth is anyone can be a part of their school's performing arts. There are countless opportunities for students to participate, from theater, choir, and band to speech and debate. The bottom line, if you want to perform, there's a place for you. This message presented by the NFHS and the OSSAA. Hey, Sooner fans, Drake Stoops here to tell you about my friends at the Affordable Door Company. Their fast, reliable, and professional staff have been serving the OKC Metro for over 28 years. Affordable Door Company is your one-stop shop for residential and commercial garage door service and replacement. Call them and tell them you want the ultimate maintenance for your garage door. You don't want to be stuck in your garage at game time, so give them a call at 405-635-9499 or visit them online at affordabledoor.net. You can't afford not to call Affordable Door Company, proud garage door sponsor of the Sooners. Shopping for a smaller garden tractor? Visit Great Plains Kubota to get a 20-horse Kubota B2301 HSD or a 24-horse Kubota LX2610SU with box scraper, rotary cutter, and trailer for around $368 a month at 0% APR for 84 months. Now through 1231-23. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for more information. Shop other great Kubota tractor packages complete with their exclusive 10-year warranty online at GPKubota.com. That's GPKubota.com. Don't be one of the powerless when extreme conditions strike. Lightning, high winds, excessive heat, or other severe conditions can leave you in the dark or worse. See the light. Contact Oklahoma Generator, the company that gives Oklahomans the power to protect their family, homes, health, business, and life. Oklahoma Generator is a certified premier Generac dealer, providing professional installation, service, and repair to keep you safe and secure. Be ready for anything. Oklahoma Generator. OKGen.com. Power to the people. 
Hey y'all, I'm Blake Shelton. I love that country music connects people all over this great nation, but unfortunately so does something else, childhood hunger. 15 million children struggle with hunger in America. That's why the Feeding America nationwide network of food banks works to rescue our surplus food to help provide billions of meals to families in need across the country. Join the fight against hunger at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. Brought to you by Feeding America and the Ad Council. For three generations, the John M. Ireland and Son Funeral Home and Chapel in Morris continued to serve the community by giving back to local schools, charitable organizations, and first responders. We provide pre-planning for funerals and cremation services at the most reasonable prices. We are proud to be a family-owned and operated funeral home. Award-winning funeral home year after year, our family believes in serving the people of our community. I'm John Ireland. And I'm Solon Daniels. You've You've got got our our word on it. When it comes to operating your business, time is money. And the last thing you need is something else to take up your time, like managing cash flow or making and collecting payments. Save time and money with Treasury Management from Armstrong Bank so you can focus on what's most important, taking care of your business. Armstrong Bank. Strength runs in our family. Visit armstrong.bank. Member FDIC. I'm Ben Affleck, and I want to thank you for joining me and supporting Paralyzed Veterans of America. I joined the Navy to serve my country while parachuting with my platoon. My parachute didn't open, and I broke my neck. Thanks to PVA, Paralyzed Veterans are getting specialized medical care and treatments, the jobs they want, and the accessible vehicles and homes they need. I just don't think my family would be as happy as they are without the support that I received from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Learn more at pva.org. All right. Well, I almost said final segment of the day. It's not the final segment of the day. We got one more hour and some change. We'll be with you next hour during the SEC schedule reveal. This hour is brought to you by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel. Have we ever done anything like this? Like an hour show or a show watching something that's going on at TV and reacting to it live? Has that ever happened before? Or were we just a bunch of first-timers? I don't know. I'm trying to remember if we – did we ever do a college football playoff show or – I did I did during the 2015 Clemson game. Yeah. You weren't on with me during that time, but I did one well, time. I'm saying when they picked the – No, no on, on no? Sunday? No. Uh-uh. Okay. Huh. Yeah. I don't think. There's a lot of shows ago. It's been too long since they've <laughs> been, been in the mix on that selection Sunday for it. Hey, Marshall and Woodall, Oklahoma, the transfer running back from Tennessee Martin just committed. Hey. Nice. Thank you, Marshall. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to be a nice addition. I do. John from Bartlesville, can we collect kickers, please? Well, you got Liam Evans coming in from Moore High School, and then a transfer portal kicker from Tulsa was here this past weekend. Nice. Yeah. So we'll. Um, but Liam Evans seems to be a, a, a pretty good option. Hopefully. It is a true freshman kicking on the road in the SEC. Every kicker in college football is amazing in practice. It's what happens whenever you jog out on the field with a full rush in front of 100,000 people uh, in a tie football game. Sounds like like some three-point shooters. In practice, they'll just fill it up, light it up from the outside. 
That's right. They hit the road or it's an actual game. It's it's a totally different animal. And, I mean, if you've ever stood over a a putt of any significance at all financially or anything on the line, it changes it, right? It's just – it's – kicking is – obviously there's – there's a lot of technique and ability that goes into it, but most of those guys are all really good. It's it's the middle part. We know Bama and Tennessee. Which which uh, date are we most looking forward to here with the uh, schedule release? At uh, LSU? Maine? I don't LSU. Think, yeah, it's LSU. LSU. It's LSU for sure. All right. Owe them one. Finding out next. Stay tuned. Next hour we'll be doing – the SEC Schedule Reveal Show. Stay with us. Pretty baby, is it aching with some nameless need? Is there something 